everyone welcome to the project esports podcast for april 4th no for april no. the 8th the fourth month <laughs> oh my goodness for april 8th of 2018 and for today it is going to be just me and james dylan as he said last week is going to be at pax well actually is pax leaving pax i think it's over now yeah so he's not going to be with us but i am lucky enough still to have james alongside of me and no surprise, that means there's going to be quite a bit of League of Legends on the podcast today, but I'm sure you guys have kind of come to expect that by now. But I've, Yeah, I've gotten to the point where I feel, I feel really, really bad about Dylan, because you see Dylan's face when we start talking he about League of Legends, so he's, just like, he's just like, fuck, I hate this, why the hell am I here? So, I know, and I, I always try to bring him into it, but it's just... Yeah. It's, he doesn't want to be brought into it. He, do, he doesn't. No, exactly, right? Exactly. He, like, as long as there's something neutral, he can usually weigh in on it pretty easy. But, like, I mean, if it's, like, very, like, league-specific stuff, like, I totally get it, right? Like, it's not his realm. It's the same thing with me at Overwatch. Like, I don't, I don't touch that shit, right? Like, it's not, that's not me. Um, so, yeah, no. Um, I guess to start off our night, we're going to do a little quick recap of the, the two finals that happened today, um, as well as the news of Doublelift's mother, um, as well as brother. And um, the the big names that are kind of re-emerging back into the scene. So real quick, just a quick recap: Fnatic 3-0 G2, Liquid 3-0 100 Thieves. Um, this, of course, marks the 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 fourth time that Doublelift has won a world title or a, a, a like an NA title on three different teams, um, which is pretty pretty crazy. It's pretty ridiculous. Um, so that's always huge for him. Um, as well, they I like I watched the I watched the full set for both for both teams. Both teams played with their freaking mind. Um, the Fnatic G2 one was a like a, a, quite a bit of a stomp actually. Um, Reckless got <laughs> one Penta unofficial Penta one game, oh an actual Penta the second game. Yeah, no, Reckless was on another level. Um, I've never seen a player perform like that. The G2 or the uh, the Liquid Hundred Thieves series was a little closer. Um, but overall, I think the Fnatic G2 one was more of a stomp. It was ridiculous. Um, they look, they looked really, really outclassed. Um, as well, there was, a, there was a lot of feels post, um, post the, the, the Team Liquid win, of course, because of what, uh, what happened with Doublelift. Um, of course, and the nice thing, I actually saw this on Reddit right before I came on, um, and how basically the, the viewership, or the, um, the actual NAL LCS itself didn't touch on the the personal tragedy that Doublelift had basically endured leading up to this. Kind of what they did with Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas, that was like, it's all you heard about. It's all you heard about was like what happened with his sister and stuff like that. But Doublelift, nobody touched on it. Nobody touched on it. They just, he didn't want it to affect anybody. He didn't want it to affect his play. So he just, he just let it happen. And nobody, nobody, like, it, pretty much said anything about it they just they just kept proceeding like it was going to be a normal final without any any upsets or anything like or anything sad yeah, or anything there was like that, no right? good guy bad guy scenario yeah yeah exactly it's, it's not like there. oh my god he won this for his mother and stuff like yeah, that no. there, there was none of that right so it was really good it was a good thing to see it was good it was a it was a very classy move done by uh by riot in their um, their production crew so um with that, as well, we move into the uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up as well, which is some really big names are kind of returning to the fold. Uh, Froggen and Insect have been confirmed to be a part of Oregon, uh, or, or Egan. I can't ever pronounce it because it's a very European team name. Um, but 
they made their debut a couple years ago with like Zvan and Mithy, who were like the the EU powerhouse bot lane, um, as well as like underexpected. Soaz came back with that roster as well. Um, so I think it was Soaz. I'm pretty sure it was Soaz. Yeah. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so if you don't know what I don't know. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm trying. I'm basically saying it for like trying to recite personal memory. But yeah, no. So Froggen and Insect uh, have both been confirmed for that roster. Insect, of course, is a is, is a huge veteran. He's had the the play. The Insect is because of him. Where basically you ward hop with Leeson W. And then, fly, and then you kick the other enemy back, and then you cue them as they're flying through, and then you cue into them. Um, it's a pretty, it's a, it's a, it was when, when he did it, it was the most ridiculous, mind-boggling shit that you've ever seen. I like he did it like a number of years ago, but now, if you're not, you can't call yourself a Lee Sin player if you can't insect. So to have him a part of a roster now is pretty crazy. It's pretty dope. Um, so yeah, no, that's kind of like the update uh, as far as the the, the league. Scope as far as the the Western scene, um, unfortunately, just because of my new schedule, I haven't been able to pay attention to, like the LPL or the LCK at all. Um, I know SK, SKT actually lost Telecom War um, against KT Rolster, which is a pretty big deal. Um, but yeah, no. Other than that, that's pretty much is about is all I have for that. Um, do you have any thoughts, opinions on any of all of that? No, um, are you not, happy to are you happy never, to see Fnatic I, or Liquid? Or like... um, so I didn't watch any Fnatic. I pro I watched more League of Legends today than I have the entire split, which isn't very good. But um, <laughs> no, I did I did watch the last two games of Team Liquid, the 100 Thieves, and I mean, with everything that happened to Peter Doublelift, whatever you want to call him, I did kind of want that Team Liquid to go in there. But yeah. again, every time I see the 100 Thieves jerseys, I want them to go back and. Oh, so nice, man. So nice. But, not, not to shit on mine. Not to shit on mine at all. But uh, no, the 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 hundred thieves branding is like it's 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 top notch. Team I, Liquid one hundred percent deserved it though. I mean, they yeah. played out of their minds. I mean, um, it was it was fun to watch, but there was just clearly a skill gap there. I mean, <laughs> both teams deserve to be there, but you could tell that is where the veterans and the people that have been there before came up and played like they have done it before yeah so yeah and as somebody said in the chat like the uh the the baron steel game one was actually it was ridiculous like i think it was smithy sniped it away and it was like it, that baron steel was what won them game one and i don't know if 100 these ever really recovered from that major momentum shift it was it was it, i don't know like I, which is weird for a team full of veterans especially like with medios and aframu like those are the kind of guys that know how to shake that shit off right yeah. like so um to see maybe i don't know if it affected ryu and someday like that um that heavily but I, i'm not too sure yeah and again just kind of touching on yeah just the um the control of the drag i uh, 100 Thieves didn't get a single drag in the entire series. That yes. like, that just goes to show how well Team Liquid was playing, that they're definitely playing at that level. But we can go on and talk about it, like why Team yeah. Liquid deserved, but I think it's pretty much universally deserved that Team Liquid did it. I didn't have much to see on the Fnatic G2, but... It was good. I, I do recommend watching highlights, because yeah. re, re, like it was the reckless show. I've never seen a team just be more content with letting their their adc run wild and i mean reckless is the guy to do it right yeah um so yeah no um i guess moving into the next part the next segment because i actually watched it and you unfortunately didn't was the uh it was the 2k draft um it was pretty it was it was it was definitely interesting to watch um it was a different it was a different kind of setup because they did set it up like a typical like a typical draft like yeah. you know like uh you know first round second round all that good stuff um 
the um, the main the main guy to go first overall went, of course, to my guys, the Mavs. I um, was really happy about that. I I sheepishly went and like followed like every player they picked up just because I was like, I know I got to be a part of this. Um, but I was. Uh, I was I was quite happy with how it, how it was run. It was run very professionally. They were like all these guys came out really decked out, really nice looking. They took it seriously. Um, Dat Boy Dimes is the guy that t- went first overall. Um, so, and like even what he did, like he was very well well put together and stuff like that. Like I mean, there was none. There was no these guys. These guys were gentlemen. It was great. It was great to see how how seriously they carried themselves and stuff like that. The uh, a couple guys brought their moms out and stuff like that. So it was really it was really cute to watch. Their moms got interviewed. The interviews were kind of kind of cringy a little bit. But I mean, I I I feel like with this is like their first um their first kind of set up doing shit like this. They were just kind of feeling it through. But like I I feel like as a success overall, it was pretty good. I think it was averaging. I didn't watch it at its peak. But um, when I was when I tuned in, it was it was sitting around like 15k viewers for a draft, which like I mean like yeah I know like I know right like we don't know we still haven't been able to make heads and tails of how how that popular this is gonna that be. That scares me a lot. If that's a peak, like I thought at least peak would hit 30, 40 thousand. Like that would have been a little more. I mean think about it. If there's a League of Legends. I mean sure League of Legends is different. Overwatch is different. But, yeah. I mean if the Overwatch League would have done a live draft like this, you know there would have been at least. Fifty to a hundred thousand people watching that. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. And again, I didn't watch it at its like debut. Unfortunately, I didn't get to tune in right when it started yeah. up. But like, I think I, I tuned in around. It may have been like second round. Okay. Um. So I mean, like, it was a little like like you know, first round was done. So I mean, um. But yeah, no, I'm not too too sure how I I, I can probably look it up. But honestly, I'll, I'll do it like in yeah. two seconds just to figure out what the peak was. And I guess more than just saying that is, so I didn't watch it and. I, mm-hmm. I, mean, I know the players that went to the Bucks organization, which I'm still a little on edge about. But yeah. um, what I was most impressed with was how serious the NBA is really taking this. They had Adam yeah. Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, announce the very first pick. Yeah, like that's crazy, right? And then talking <laughs> like... about the Mavs for you, Mark Cuban called the first round draft pick and welcomed them to the Maverick organization. Like these, I mean, these maybe Mark Cuban's different. He's always coming over the top guy. Mark Cuban, Mark Cuban loves the shit, man. He, like, yeah, he, he's, he's much right. more into the esports. He's much more on that scene. So maybe not all owners are doing this, but you see yeah. that some owners are treating this team as an extension of the Mavericks. Not okay. The Mavericks logo is on this team. Go and do whatever you want. They're treating it as if it these players are drafted to the normal Mavericks team, which yeah, I exactly. think is unbelievably cool. And that's yeah. my biggest takeaway from this draft is that. Maybe the fans, like the NBA fans, aren't taking this super serious. Like, they were the ones that are thinking this is part of the NBA, but the NBA is. Which, yeah. if they continue thinking that way, they have that chance to make this into real as something. Which is my biggest highlight from the draft. Is yeah, Most yeah. teams took it serious. Yeah, and that's just it. This wasn't this wasn't like a side project that these guys were doing. They're like, oh, well, this would be a fun investment to kind of get into. Yeah. No, like Adam Silver, Adam Silver took this like super, super seriously. Um, so, which, which I think, which I think is a, is a really, really big deal. Um, the other, and so I, I, I was able to bring up an article kind of while we were chatting. Um, this was by, uh, Braxton Angle over on the game, the game house, uh, spelled H-A-U-S. Um, so basically, uh, how they're, how they're looking at this is like, is, is a, the, the, the pre-draft hype didn't really go well. Um, but their, their peak viewership 
was 30,000 viewers. Okay, that's and, better. Yeah, which isn't bad. And apparently what they basically cite is that um, the, the, the enthusiast worldwide is around the 72 to 100K mark, which if you think about it, 30,000 of those guys tuning in, not bad. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's almost like it's almost it's a more than a quarter of the the uh, the guys that are interested in the game actually watching the draft and stuff like that. So that's I mean, if they're looking at this as like hard numbers being like, okay, we only have like a 10,000 like follower viewer base and stuff like that and we pull in these kind of numbers, that's not bad, man. Yeah. That's really not, right? And yeah, I was kind of looking at it. So yeah, just kind of continuing on with that. Is that the Bucks organization, the official Bucks Twitter retweeted and tweeted about the 2k draft they tweeted out some of the players and stuff like that so it just seems like a lot of these organizations are taking it serious which again mm. since i didn't watch too much of it i can't really comment on that and the viewership number obviously was where i wanted it to be in order yeah. for me not to be scared but i still think there's potential i don't think it's ever going to be overwatch league it is never going to be the nalcs but it is going to be something that i think is going to have some longevity and it's going to have its very loyal fan base. It might Absolutely. take a while to get there, but I do not think this is going to be a one-year thing and done. That this will continue to grow. People will take this serious, and it'll kind of go from there. I really hope at least. But that's just kind of what my feeling is, based on what I'm kind of seeing. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, if it does, if it, I think maybe. I think we may see a bit better promotion for it, like um, the next uh, the next regular season of NBA. I think they're going to try and associate it and bring it in a lot with with their like their their regular season games and stuff like that, and even into the playoffs as well. Um, I think we, so. We might see some viewership numbers spike at that point, um, which I think would be kind of cool. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if 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 they're investing this heavily into this league, um, they'd be dumb not to try and do like this the side by side promotion, right? Yeah. Well, and I mean the league continues on after the NBA league ends. So what else <laughs> are these teams going to organize? I mean, advertise. So ideally. That, yeah. Sure, this first little part of my struggle will be what NBA fan is going to want to watch the 2K League over the finals? Yeah, so like exactly. Right? Yeah, problem. Yeah. But afterwards, like the people that have the NBA fix and want something that they don't want to go play it, but they still want to see like their team competing. Yeah, exactly. There is right? an opportunity for that. So I think that's where it's going to thrive. I think over the summer, um, kind of early fall, when there is no basketball, but people are kind of wanting something. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, over the summer, there's hockey, baseball. Like, I'm not into either one. No, hockey is going on right now. So there's really yeah. only baseball over the summer. So, I mean, yeah, which, which, anyone which that's a have... football fan, NBA fan, like, they need something to kind of watch. So hopefully that's where these esports kind of get that strength from. Yeah, and, like, I mean, that's just it. Like, I think especially with the gaining momentum of the – the uh, the viewership the viewership age basically being a bunch of guys who like wa watch esports anyways right um some of, some of, like <laughs> I I hate to say the more traditional esports but the more traditional esports are like League of Legends yeah. Overwatch at this point now um Dota stuff like that right um this gives them like okay they're like fuck well I can't watch basketball I'll go watch my usual shit but now now I have this nice mesh of the two that, and that, you know they might they might mold over into that which is kind of dope right it's kind of yeah. cool to see. I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to check it out to see how they do, like, their match setup and their lobby setup and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I think it'll be really interesting to see how they kind of set it up, right? Yeah, I think people always ask that big question. Will the NBA, will, like, eSports ever be bigger than normal sports or anything kind of like that? Yeah. I don't think that's a question that needs to be answered. They just need to be thought of as the same and thought of, like, yeah. in these seasons. Like, oh, my 2K league, like, my NBA team is in the off season. 
So they move over to the 2K League or they move over to League of Legends. Like they think of it as like there's football season, there's baseball season, there's basketball season. And level that the esports just need to kind of get on the same season, like the same level as that, so that people, these common fans, think of, oh, so during the spring, that means it's hockey, League of Legends, Overwatch, and yeah. stuff like that. It's just at that same level. It doesn't need to be bigger. It doesn't need to be something that overtake sports i don't care about that i don't think it, i don't even know if it'll ever get to that point but it just needs to be thought of by the traditional fan that is another thing to watch as a normal kind of sport in that level i think if we get to that point esports is going to do amazing yeah I, I agree too i think that's a really good point to kind of leave it on is that we get to this equal it's not it's not a competing sport or it's it's another sport to watch you know what i mean yeah. i think it's uh, i think it's they'd be really good really good to see for kind of in benefiting everybody yeah so, man, like I said, that's a good point to end on. So what I kind of want to jump over to is something that may kind of start impacting the viewership, and it's focused specifically on the Overwatch League, but I would not be surprised if this starts kind of going to other leagues. I'm surprised mm-hmm. League of Legends hasn't done something like this up to this point. But um, the Overwatch League just introduced the all-access pass on yep. Twitch. Um, so what it is is pretty much they allow insider content, which includes the League of, um, the Overwatch League Command Center, which is a second screen match day live stream featuring alternative in-game camera angles blah 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 real-time stats so it's just kind of a second stream that you can watch that just kind of has different angles more recap stats kind of going as the game's going on um for people that really want it behind the scene um videos on demands um like kind of weekly wrap-ups behind the scenes match day ama so they have more kind of behind the scenes content um they have twitch content which introduces 23 emotes um which are pretty much all the logos that are in gold and then a couple other ones they made Ooh, in gold <laughs> yeah so it's pretty much like if you donated to the bits except now they're in gold oh um, jesus yeah a sub subscription icon uh twitch uh sub only twitch chat room ad free overwatch experience and then you actually do get in-game content as well so you get a couple skins um, okay inside of legends you get a couple uh, spray, a logo, stuff kind of like that. Mm-hmm. So, if you have Twitch Prime, this is $20. Without Twitch Prime, this is $30. So, I have my opinions on this, and I think uh, Chris was actually the one that kind of brought this to my, my attention first over the week, and I kind of want to see what you kind of think of this, and then I'll kind of go into my impression. Um, I think this is a bunch of shit that the Overwatch League should be doing already. I think, because I, and this is my reflect, this is me running it off of League of Legends. League of Legends already does this stuff. They, they run a second stream to, and depending on what angle, like for, like, like in their, I think it was the semifinal match, they had a stream dedicated to Reckless's point of view. Right, so stuff like that, right? So I don't think th- this is something you should be charging people. Is it a is it a twenty dollar one shot? Is that just it? Like you pay the twenty bucks and that's it, or is it like a subscription? Um, it is one time for the entire season, so it'd be twenty bucks for the entire season. Okay. You don't have Twitch Prime, so that's four splits. So for that's four four splits, and you get skins, and you get worth, skins. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you think about it, you get the three skins, the banner. I mean the um, icon, the sprays. The emotes for the whole season, which goes from January to, I think, August. So, if you F. think about it, I mean, yeah. if you're paying the normal 5 bucks a month for subscription, that yeah. means more than the 30 bucks you're spending. Only 20 bucks if it's Twitch Prime. And it goes, like, if this was per split, I'd have a problem with it. But, like, with yeah. the whole year, like, the more I talk about it, the more I'm kind of on board. Like, at first, I'm like, 
oh, like, they should be doing this stuff already. Like, you're right. Yeah, ex- yeah exactly, right? Some like, of this stuff is, but, like, the icons. Like, people are already kind of doing it. It's additional revenue stream. People love icons and the emoticons yeah. and all that kind of stuff inside Twitch. You get a couple skins, which each year they're going to be different. And, like, the spray for this one year is Overwatch League inaugural season. So for next okay. year, they'll change up the logo design. So if you keep doing this each year, you keep getting new stuff. So... I'm kind of on board with it. The more I yeah. talk about it, I do agree that not all of this needs to be behind the paywall. But I yeah. like the idea that there is a medium or like a middle ground where this all can kind of reach. I'm kind of on the same ground of when we talked about the Dota Plus or whatever the hell that was. Yeah, like yeah, some yeah. of this should be done already, but I'm okay with some of it being behind the paywall. So I go back and forth. I'm probably going to buy it. I know you if are. I'm being honest. Like, let's be honest, I watch buddy, enough of Watch League. I don't watch every day anymore, but I still watch. Yeah. Five or six hours a week, so I feel. Like okay, I like you were saying like a work. day. I was like, holy shit, man! Oh, like, God, no. no, I always watch my the two Valiant series, and then whenever else I'm kind of bored, I always watch it. So, I don't know. I think it's worth the money, at least for a couple skins, and one of them for Soldier. So that's kind of that's my second go to. So, who who the other who are the other two skins besides Soldier? Um. Moria, Moriah, I don't want, I'm butchering these names, McCree and Soldier76. Okay, so, that's not bad. And then what they just keep doing is they just keep cycling in the new champions. So it's just a, it's actually a really cool design. So it's all silver and then with a little bit of gold, which is kind of like the Overwatch logo. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they look really cool. And I mean, to get a couple of loot boxes, it's like, what, five bucks for like three loot boxes. So the and you're not even guaranteed of, skins, like, exactly. You know? So you probably yeah. spend thirty bucks to get three good skins in Overwatch, anyways. I mean, their loot box is actually pretty good, but so yeah. what I'm saying, Moray, Moira, Moira, dude, Moira, yeah, Moray. Wow, I'm that's Moray. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, buddy. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not here for names. Um, so yeah, okay. so I'm definitely on board with it. Um, when I first saw it, I'm like, oh my god, really? They're putting the second. Uh, screen behind it, especially since League of Legends just started doing it for free. I'm like, really? You couldn't have just followed suit? But yeah. But I mean, like, this is shit. They, they, like, League charges a shit ton for, like, for not, um, like, they they still do have their, uh, they have their Conqueror skin, which typically is a skin that has it made. So yeah, it's cool. super, super, super sick. The Bear Splash art just came out, and it looks really, really nice. Um, so, but, the, so they still have that, and that still costs money. Down to that, that, of course, goes to, pro, like, I think a portion of that goes to, um, the the league prize pool, I think it's either that one or uh, it, I think. yeah, exactly, right. So they still like so. I mean, there there is some incorporation. Like that's the thing, that's a, a, that's the nice part I kind of like about all this is that regardless of these paywall things that we're talking about are getting set up, none of them are totally bad. They're not. None of them are no. just like we're not looking at them. We're like, fuck, why are they doing this? This is a really greasy move. I think with <laughs> with how quick the internet is to react to stuff like this, especially on stuff like Reddit and stuff like that. Um. You can't get away with doing something that is like 100% profit gain, and it's fucking over the computer, the consumer ship. You know what I mean? You're not going to get that anymore. So that's why, like, I mean, AMAs kind of cool. Don't really shouldn't need to pay for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like alternate camera screens, really cool if you have one player you really want to see. You know what I mean? Um, so I like that. Um, the in the like alternate stream and stuff like that. That's kind of that's all right. Um, but the skins is a big thing. Skins is huge. Stuff that you're paying for, for Twitch is cool. Like I mean, so yeah, the emotes, the, the skin, emotes, the yeah, for them to really bring that into like a nice package and just like group that all together. That's and if it's for the whole fucking year. Totally worth the money. Totally worth the money. And I guess what I just like even more is like well, I was actually, I was thinking about writing an article on this, but 
Overwatch League is pushing and Twitch are working together. They're really push what they could do as like in league together. You've seen them introduce like the bits going towards the um, in-game content and stuff kind of yeah. like that. You've seen um, this all-access pass, which I haven't really seen been done outside of the Overwatch League. They're keep <clears> trying these new things, which I like more. We just had the talk last week. Can Twitch ever be kind of upthrown? I mean, unthrown? And we do think it's possible. Yeah. But if they keep trying these new things with these big leagues where a lot of their viewership comes from, I think they're, they're going to be fine. And I like this, and they keep trying new things. And that's what I'm most excited about is that it's not just viewership. They're giving you new ways to interact, new things to kind of, well, new ways to pay them too. But I mean, they are, <laughs> yeah. they are trying things that are making it different than just a normal league to make it seem more official and partnered, which I really do like, especially after we didn't even know if the Overwatch League was going to be played on Twitch. That's they just did it, it right? two we... days before, and now they're doing all this cool stuff. So yeah, I'm pretty happy with all that so far. But I guess with that, I kind of want to switch over and talk about, um, wow, we're, we have plenty of time still, James. If so, uh, oh yeah, yeah, we're at about we the twenty-five are... minute mark. So, oh we have crap, time okay, to kind of get off topic on us. We usually we usually always go off topic. Now today we're actually kind of the point. We're we're, we're, on, we're on point, yeah, exactly. I know. So yeah, so what I want to jump into next is first off, talk about Gaguri, um, finally getting to play for the Shanghai Dragons, and I think yeah. the biggest thing is I saw a lot of tweets like. I saw this one emotional thread on Twitter, like how much this means to me as like a girl gamer, seeing this um, esports icon kind of being up there. Like obviously, Gaguri has made it clear like how she doesn't want to just be a girl in esports; she just wants to be another esports player. But for yeah. a lot of women, this is a really big deal. I mean, there has been other professional esports players that are women, but to see it as such, I'm seeing it the Overwatch League, seeing it happening again, especially with all kind of the racial and sexuality things going going on around it, to see someone step up and not make that big of a difference for Shanghai, but it's still very cool to see that it is happening and that there's a few yeah, like, women. Yeah, like, Gaguri's going to be an inspiration, whether she likes it or not, unfortunately. Yep. That's, that's the, like, I, 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 I totally respect her for, for not wanting to be one, because that's, that's very commendable as well, that you're not just getting into being a pro gamer because... Like you're one, you're really good, and two, you're a girl, and you get to ha you get to ride that r wave. You know what I mean? Like that's really good on her that she just wants to be with everybody else. She wants to be a part of the crowd and uh, and just kind of another another esports player. Um, but yeah, no, like the uh, the article I read earlier this week, um, you know, it wasn't it wasn't about the fact that Kaguri was out there. It was like she was inspiring people to do it because now you have now you have representation, yeah. right? Which everybody loves, and like like you said. She was not their saving grace at all. Unfortunately, like I guess, I guess her play that game, like her debut, was still pretty good. Like yeah, she I guess, did like, very, she... very well. I'm not taking that away from her, but yeah. Shanghai still has a long way to go. Exactly but right. I guess the biggest thing what I want to say is that yes, she, we've already made it clear she doesn't want to be that role model, but like you said, she's going to be no matter what because when someone has someone to look up to, it's so much easier for people to follow in the footsteps. Because it's, mm, so, absolutely. it's so easy for like women want to play in esports to be there, but if they don't have a role model. Like she did it, so I can too. Like so many of yeah. us. I mean, there's so many in whatever field or esport or business that I look up to. I'm like, someone has done this before, so I can follow their footsteps. I can learn from them. I can watch them and be inspired by them. If there yeah. isn't racial representation in esports or sexuality or anything kind of like that, like it's going to be a big thing when the first opening openly gay. Um, player calls on one of these teams and kind of stuff like that. That's happening in the NFL right now too. That these opening gay, these openly gay players are starting to kind of come up, and that's been yeah. a big talk. 
And when people have someone that they can see themselves in up on that big stage, you're going to see so much more diversity. And just esports is going to do better as a whole because those ones that feel so afraid of being singled out kind of thing. Out, yeah. yeah, exactly. They're not going to feel that way anymore because they have something they can look up, which I think is the biggest point to kind of take away from this. And I think it's really cool about seeing her get up there. But yeah, Shanghai is only yeah. 22. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are, and we. I think everybody kind of knew. Yeah, like I think I think we kind of knew that this was gonna happen with them, anyways. And yeah, that, I was just gonna say, like I knew there was there was another there was an Overwatch player that was openly gay, and that was that was the that was the whole thing that was the controversy around XUC telling oh, him to suck right, a dick, wasn't? Uh... It? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, like, but again, like again, he, now now the gay community has that representation, right? And yeah. that's a bit that's, that's a huge thing, right? Um, I know, like. And it's just it's just getting that representation out there, right? Yeah. And I mean, it's like, and there's I'm sure there's a ton of reasons why we're not seeing one one demographic represented over another and stuff like that, right? But I think that's 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 a that's a that's, a, that's one a dangerous conversation for two white guys to have, and two, um, I, I think a very down the rabbit hole one that I don't think we really need to get into about yeah. the demographics for each each sport no. and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, no. It's uh, it's it's it's. A, I think it's it's good. It's good whether she likes it or not, unfortunately. And I, I'm sure, I'm sure it's it's just a matter of Gagarin not wanting the attention. But I'm sure, at the end of her career, she'll be able to look back and be like, you know what, I did. I made I, a this, difference. I made a difference. Like exactly right. Yeah. So no, I mean, I mean, hats off to her for one, not only playing well, but two, being a role model. Um, you know. And uh, yeah, no, I think I think this is nothing but a, like a good thing for Overwatch and a good thing for Shanghai. Um, yeah, hopefully. hopefully they, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, they I don't know. Worse, so, well, I mean, they can lose, they can keep losing, I guess. <laughs> they, well, yeah, they're already keep losing, so whatever. So they, yeah, yeah. Like I said, they they can't go down from here. But, yeah. So we've talked about a good role model for our Overwatch League. Now let's talk about a bad one. So Green <laughs> Casper just yeah. had sexual. Um, what was it? Sexual harassment, assault, or what was it? It's probably, it's pro- if it's over tweets, it's probably harassment. It's probably sexual yeah. harassment. Some kind Har- of problem going on over Twitter. So there's a tweet thread that I kind of found. So okay, so right now everyone is innocent until proven guilty. Blah blah blah, all that kind of stuff. But there are tweets uh, surfacing, uh, surfacing, and yeah. the Overwatch League has indefinitely banned him until the result is kind of brought up and has until the investigation is over so they oh. put out on twitter that he is indefinitely suspended not banned suspended okay. from the overwatch okay. league until the investigation has been finalized but so what's kind of going on is tweets are starting to kind of come up and it's pretty much what just dream casper to uh direct messaging this girl and it kind of keeps going back and forth and then one of the messages reads you need a real daddy and the girl replies you right and then he says, don't worry, I got you. Call me Sugar Daddy Dream. Oh, my God. Is the exact quote. Oh, my God. <laughs> the, oh. And then he goes on, and there's, like, a thing of, like, call, like of, um, then there's another screenshot of him saying good girl back. So it's just kind of weird, kind of going back and forth. and like, whatever, you do whatever you want in the direct messages, except this girl's 14 years old. <laughs> oh, God. What? Okay, now, hold Actually, I don't even know. I don't even know if there's a European country that that's okay. And like, I don't know if 14 is a legal consent age at some point. Yeah, I, I'm kind of looking at all article from Polygon right now. So yeah, so just kind of summarizing it, the Overwatch League is indefinitely suspended. Jonathan Dreamcasper 
uh, Sanchez indefinitely after allegations of sexual misconduct involving okay, a minor spread around Twitter on Sunday. A screenshot displaying uh, between Sanchez and a fan, statement from who was voted 14 old, um, Sanchez and 21. Um, yep, earlier today, the Overwatch League has made aware of the allegations. He's suspended indefinitely, blah, blah, blah. Um, the Boston Jesus Uprising Christ. commented. So, a statement from Boston Uprising is, The Boston Uprising learned of allegations against Jonathan Sanchez. We take all allegations of this ser- nature very seriously, and as a result, he has been suspended from the Boston Uprising as well. So, okay. we will not comment any further until we investigate the matter. So, both parties have pretty much put him away, which... Pretty much makes me feel You're like where this is done. The team isn't defending him, and like usually in sexual misconduct, the teams usually don't back up the player or anything kind of like that right away because they yeah. don't want to have that associated with them. But sometimes they'll hold out on making an official statement or suspending or anything. Kind of like yeah, that. that's just it. Yeah, yeah, yeah they'll like they'll but kind of wait. So quick on an off day on a Sunday, that makes me feel that oh, this is yeah, really very good for him. Yeah, that's kind of like, oh, that's not good, man. And, and like, there's I no see... um, comment or anything from him yet either. So it's still kind of just. Of course not. Kind of like, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, they probably are probably going to wait for official ruling on Monday, and then they're probably going to make him produce some sort of apology or something like that. But his, his, I, his career is kind of dead, man. I don't know how many guys, how many like, um, like how there's not a lot of guys that can come back from that. Um, for example, Crepo when he was. I don't know. I, do you, are you familiar with Crepo, the European caster, um, ex no. he was ex player for League of Legends? Um, he had a similar thing too. Now, mind you, it was a it was a legal age thing where he's from uh, Denmark, no, uh, Belgium or some or something like. That. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where the fuck he's from. Um, but yeah, it was it basically damned his career because like it's it was one person after another of just like lighting him up because you know it was like. 15 by the way you know all that shit um so i I don't think this is gonna there's not gonna be anything different for this guy um especially especially where these guys haven't had a chance to build up a personality build up notoriety all that stuff right he's just another brick on the wall right now and i think like i mean like you can probably tell this tell me this more than anybody else um has he's from belgium okay thank you um he um with 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 um mr sanchez um has he like made a name for himself as like as a, like a breakout player or like anything like that, or is he just kind of like a middle middle of the pack kind of guy? I mean, he's a pretty damn good. D- um, oh shit! Uh, yeah, his widow play. So they're talking about it. he had a great play um, on Saturday, and they're comparing him to Fleta and uh, I can't think of what the other one is. Um, but they're comparing him to some of the top, at least widows in the Overwatch yeah. League. So. This would be a big hurt for a Boston Uprising. He isn't just another player. He's not. I mean, yeah, it is really gonna hurt the Boston Uprising losing him. Yeah, man, that's not good. I mean, and so, like, it's so hard with the internet today. Like, he didn't send dick pics. He didn't do anything kind of like that. Like, if we look at it, it really. Oh no! It could be so much worse. I mean, uh, sending. I mean, yes. There's there's sexually charged messages going back on, um, on Twitter, and like it's not okay. She's 14. You need to double check that and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. It could be yeah. a lot worse, and it is horrible that such a great player is going to be lost. I don't think he should be able to come back because you do this once. I mean, it's not. It's going to happen again, and you can't take a chance in the league or anything kind of like that. But, yeah. I mean, if you look at some of the things happen at the NFL or even XQC, what he did is ten times worse. Like, he's 
verbally attacking someone with racial slurs and stuff like this. This guy's just kind of being a creep to someone that I'm assuming he didn't know was 14. And then you start walking a real thin line, like, did he know? Did he not know? You know what I, I mean? Like, and you can't, yeah. you can't take that. Because you just have to take the chance and say no. But yeah, again, whether he, he, is, it, does it explicitly like, say that? Like, yeah, does well, it? Don't, like, don't have to be called Cheese Daddy Dream. How <laughs> hard is that? What a name, man! What a title! It's like Jesus Christ. Oh my did God! Did she tell him before or after? Like, did he know? In that when he she, said, "Call me Sugar Daddy Dream," did he know? Or was it after? Him. What about after the Sugar Daddy Dream thing? Like, I think that's that's fucked, anyways. If it was like... before, they were mess. Okay, so I've only seen a couple before. Of screenshots. Before, so apparently, okay, gone. Yeah, Any defense I, I just made for him, gone. I I mean, if he knew she was fourteen. And asking to call him Sugar Daddy Dream, gone. Start of their friendship. Oh my God, yeah, man. That, that is no. You you can't, you can't do that when you're 21. Like, come on. Like, whatever. She's 17, and you're like 18. Like, whatever. That's different. Like, there's not that gap. It's a seven-year gap. I know people says age isn't a different. I mean, this girl's a freshman in high school. You're halfway through college. Dreamcaster has a girlfriend too. Oh, what? oh yeah, man, yeah. Not anymore. No. He doesn't have a job. He doesn't have a girlfriend now. Oh my Jesus Christ! But like, he—I mean, what he should do? I mean, he should just change his Twitch name to Sugar Daddy Dream and just take advantage of this and go to Twitch streaming now. That's his only chance. Oh he has my to God! Is she? She's doing a. She's doing like a Q and A too. Oh my God! This is she's so heartbreaking. Q&A? Yeah, yeah. She's like, she Can has like a, a, a curious. She has a curious cat account. Uh. And so apparently, there people are like starting to post on this shit now. Oh my god, man! I need to see this it, one. Come back when you're 18. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, I'll check. I'll check the. I'll check the. Ch- yeah. Hang oh on. my, this is. There's the. Yeah, just put the link in chat for anybody who's interested. But yeah, no. <sighs> this is just going. This is awful. This is just. Okay, hopefully no, like, okay, this guy's just kind of a creep now. Like, I, I'm fully on board that. Bye. Like, yes, you're a great player. And, like... Yeah, she's having... She's actually submitted five hours ago from her Twitter, and uh, she's having... She's basically having a breakdown. Like, oh, my God, that's such a sin. Holy moly. So... <sighs> and this, is, this is the unfortunate thing, because the, like, these are young people, these are young players... Yeah, and you think about this, if any other kid does this, if, if, okay, I would never do this. I'm 21. If I sent messages, like, to some 14-year-old, it would not be the end of the world. Like, whatever, I'm a creep. I'm sending messages to, like, an <laughs> underage girl. But, like, if I said someone to, someone to call me Sugar Daddy Andrew, I'm not losing my job or anything kind of like that. Like, it's weird. It's it. sexually He's charged. A... But, like, if it's a friendship, like... There's, there's, there is, there is multiple things wrong with this, but the, like the, the big thing is too is like there is not enough emotional maturity there. There's yeah. not like we've already, we've already found out there's not enough public relations or, yeah, yeah, like there's not, there's no PR going out for any of these guys in the OWL at all, and that is a huge concern because especially where they're also young, there isn't a league developed. There either, you don't have players that you can look back on to be like, fuck, I shouldn't do this because they did it and look what happened to their career. There's no examples, you know what I mean? There's no, there's no guys who have had their careers ended because of shit like this. Now, 
Dreamcaster is one of them. People are going to look at Dreamcaster and be like, don't be like this guy. And now, now, now his poor girlfriend, who is, I'm sure, as un, like emotionally immature as he is, is now having a breakdown because the, the Overwatch League isn't a small thing. It's not it, like no. it blew up. Like you know what I mean? Um. So like for that now, for she's getting all this attention because now everybody knows that it's his girlfriend. She's got to deal with all this shit too, man. Like this is so so fucked up. Oh my god. That's what I'm saying. Like, this kind of stuff, like, if a normal teenager... I mean, that is kind of the sad part about all this. Like, she's going through stuff no normal teenager has to go through. Like, That's just it. Whatever. And I mean, Their if, boyfriend's if you... a creep, and, like, they're trying kind of cheat on him or, like, messaging behind the back. Like, whatever you find out, you kind of move on. You don't have... Hundreds. I mean, well, you roast at school, and that's like the end of it, right? But this, yeah, this is just school, it. Now, yeah, yeah, and this is just it. The, the, the level, the area of effect is just astronomically larger. Like that's just so, for like she's going to like, and anybody in her situation or or his like you know like on the flip side his situation whatever, they're not going to know how to deal with this. And I like much like there's not anybody de- telling him not to be a fucking creep. There's no like there's no resource for her to really reach out to other than her parents, who probably are going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah, they, you know don't, what I mean? they don't know how to react with this. It, I mean, it, it, she's a mini celebrity well, for now. Like, yeah, exactly, exactly, right? So like. There's oh my god man, there is there's nothing good from this. Like this is just so I this in like I mean I know we've talked about the success of Overwatch and stuff like that and the success of the Overwatch League, but they seriously need to get their players under control. Yep. Like they some of the players have been doing a really good job and like like again Gaguri like I mean who who the fuck knows we might we might be blindsided by something that Gaguri's yeah. done and then we're like holy shit. Um, but like it was to the point where um. I'm sure you're familiar with Crumbs, right? Yep. Prof Crumbs, yeah, yeah. So, Crumbs, Crumbs is from the League of Legends scene, but like he, he straight up put out a tweet, and he's like, "Are you struggling with like relationship, fame, work, etc.? Like, if you recognize that something might hurt your career and don't know how to handle it, please reach out. Let's ensure some long- longevity. Because if you have so many of like these big players gassing out, um, like you know, in the first year because of all the pressure and all that shit, and like I mean, in the temptation and stuff like that. Like this, this is not good for the league as a whole. Like, these organizations really need to gr- get a grip on these players and figure out what the fuck is going on with them, and yeah. make make sure this isn't a continuing thing, right? And that's that's another big thing is that esports is really so young, and the windows are so small is that there's not veterans out there. I mean, these all these players are growing up, and like if you go to the NFL, like the rookie player will have someone that's been in the league for 15 years. They can look up. They can ask questions. They can do that kind of stuff. Um, Locker room but, presence is a real thing, man. Yeah, like, and these players don't have it. I mean, maybe some of them have been playing um, Overwatch for like the, the Overwatch World and stuff like that for two or three years. Yeah. That doesn't make you a veteran and understanding fame and all that kind of stuff. You're blowing up more than ever now, and they don't have anyone to reach out to. So I love that Crumbs is doing that, and that there needs to be more people kind of like that that help these young people because there's no way for anyone to know how to handle fame no one knows how to handle it until you're in it and at that yeah. point it's already too late to figure out how to do it which is really yeah, and... the most unfortunate part and that's why i love hearing that i didn't even know he said that but there needs to be more of that in the esports community or we're gonna keep having these same kind of things over and over again 
Yeah, we, and, like, I mean, this is a discussion neither of us want to have, you know what I mean? Like, we don't want to talk about the next fuck-up that a player does, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right now, unfortunately, I hate to say it, it seems imminent because this is the path we've been on, right? That it just seems with Overwatch League, like, it seems almost every podcast that we mentioned the Overwatch League, it's one good thing that the organization or a team is doing and then a bad thing a player is doing. Like, I mean, it's, like, it's almost like they, they come hand-in-hand, hand, right? Yeah. And I guess some... Oh, I think I just lost you. Yeah. I, and I... I what? You're freezing up there for a second. You're good now. Oh yeah, there we go. Okay, we good now. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So I, I really hope, I really hope it's credited to. I think I hope this is something that the Overwatch League can 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 sort out. And I mean, yeah, somebody made a really good ch a comment in the chat. In the chat, um, people that play video games for a team tend to lead be the kind of person that aren't in good interacting socially, which is really true. And it's uh, like. You don't get forced into that team dynamic that like in socializing and stuff like that. Well, I've touched on this before. I beat this with a dead horse that because like because we see so much so much like bigotry and, and like you know all this shit over voice comms and stuff like that is because you don't have a teammate who's ready to kick your ass right next to you. You know what I mean? Like if you spit off that kind of bullshit in a, in a hockey setup or in a football setup and something like that. You're like not only the coach is going to put you in, a, in, the, in the end of a hitting drill. You know what I mean? Like you're like your players are going to kick your ass. Right. Yeah. So like no none of like none of his peers or he's not probably even comfortable talking to his peers and be like hey man like I have this girl like hitting me up like what the fuck should I do about this right you know what I mean like he's probably not even comfortable doing that like I mean whether or not he acknowledges it's wrong or not he might not just know yeah which is still like but even so that's that's a credit to how fucked up th th this whole situation is socially right yeah so like and I'm not I'm like again I don't want this to be a a bashing on him because I think. Like where, like we both acknowledge, everybody's acknowledged that it was a wrong thing to do. You need to look at what led up to this. You know what I mean? You need to look up to what caused this, and if it's how the social dynamic is within the team, what his social dynamic was, what the overall esports social dynamic is. Like, I don't know, man. They're like, I mean, this is like this is like tip of the iceberg for this shit show. Yeah, and I, I think it is going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, man. And by like the nice part is because of the, the so much good that the Overwatch League is doing, it's not damning them yeah. with shit like this. You know what I mean? Um, it's not. It's not totally. It's not totally self-destructing the league. Um, but it, like, if this continues, I can. I wouldn't be surprised if it. If we start seeing the self-destruct of the league. So. Okay. So I'm gonna do another one of my big like, offering of me. So, any oh, Overwatch team, I have my resume of being your PR guy. I have never said a racial slur on a stream. I've never oh. sent a creepy message to underage people. <laughs> I know when to say very nice things and when to say very mean things. I'm 21 years old, so I can relate. That is my resume for any Overwatch team that wants to hire me to be your PR guy. Because clearly, no one else understands these four things and how to do in the Overwatch League. So... I'm probably the hey. best option you got at this point. <laughs> Boston Uprising, hire this dude. Fucking pick him up, man. Uh, but, but yeah, speaking no. of PR, Jake yeah. and Rockus went on Good Morning America. I oh, I know. Like, yeah. And those are people, okay, so Jake used to kind of be a dick when streaming. I mean, there's like all these old videos of him coming up saying, go kill, him, go kill yourself and stuff like that when they're like trolling in competitive game. But he's really yeah. come around and Rockus is really good too. 
And having those people on the Good Morning American show, I watched part of that. My mom watched it, recorded it, and like, was telling me all about it. I'm like, <laughs> having those kind of good personalities on it is something that we do need. And I think that was an awesome kind of PR move to get that on uh, – Welcome aboard the Dallas Fuel. Um, <laughs> to kind of get in front of people because those normal people that see those. And like even Ninja, before his big controversy, he had a yeah. couple really good interviews that we were talking about that showed the good side of video games and esports. And if you keep getting those good people out there, um, it could be good. And as long as we keep kind of counteracting yeah. both of that, we'll be fine. That's just, yeah, man. Like, that's just it. Like, you need you need good publicity, not just all solely bad. And I, I will agree with the chat saying about Jake. He, he's still a dick. Like, yeah. I watched that interview. He's got a little better. Like, he's paid attention enough that, like, oh. But Rockus is, but Rockus is, but Rockus is, like, he's, like, your poster boy, right? Like, he has great hair. He, oh, his outfit and his hair were fucking on point. Like, I mean, but, like, um. You know, you need you need guys like him bringing to light the good stuff, right? So, and this is the shitty part, is that following that interview, God knows how many people, how many mothers like yours was like, oh my God, these Overwatch players were on Good Morning America. Then they go start, like, kind of following Overwatch League, and then they see this shit yeah. that happened today. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, The nice God. part is that hopefully, I mean, I don't think they're going to go out and follow, like, the Twitter account. Like, I don't no, I'm not yeah. going to go out. So they still only see what's really reaching the mainstream, and... I don't know, ESPN wouldn't cover this on the main one, but they'd cover the actual Overwatch League and stuff kind of like that. So the all general, that is really yeah. kind of reaching the forefront unless something really, really big happens is the good news more or less right now. And only those yeah. really in the community is getting the bad. Like, I, I, it took me a couple hours to even hear about it, and I'm probably the biggest out of all of us for the Overwatch League. So it's not going to reach the mainstream, which is still good. But mm-hmm. obviously you don't want someone to be introduced and then you see all this bad news. So this needs yeah. to go away, but it's not going to reach Good Morning America that one player that no one's heard of said this weird thing to a 14-year-old girl. Yeah. Yeah, no. Oh, fuck. Yeah, no, so I mean, like, this is it. We're, I, I, think, I think, honestly, we should start taking notes. We should have, like, a tally list just being, like, good thing for the Overwatch League, bad thing for the Overwatch League. <laughs> I will buy a mini whiteboard. Just get, yeah, just get a whiteboard and be like, things the Overwatch League did right, things the Overwatch League did wrong, and then we can we can start a tally. I'll throw the link in Twitter afterwards. I will copy and paste the whiteboard that I'm going to buy, and for next Sunday, I'll have a whiteboard to start this tally. I'll hold you to it. I'll hold okay. you to it, because I want to see this. Because like, this is this is becoming more of a trend than I think either of us would care to hope for. We, we had, I think... You more than me had big, bigger plan, like bigger hopes for the Overwatch League, but now we're seeing this shit show, not shit show, and then we're going back and forth. So, do you think there's any yeah. way if I get a green screen behind me, I can actually make it white and then somehow write on that? Do you think that'd be possible? Maybe I don't know. I, really I've never cool. like if I just have it right here, it's just like a fake white. Oh, you just it. you can just be like, yeah, yeah. yeah turn no. around and go boop. Maybe I don't like. Yeah, I know that'd be worth looking into, I'm man. I'm gonna start playing around with that. I'm yeah. Gonna try. <laughs> <laughs> um oh. well i guess we actually did find a way to kind of make this go we're at about the 15 minute mark so we're actually doing pretty good on time okay um perfect. is there anything else we wanted to touch on anything chad wanted to kind of bring up i mean you guys are kind of going crazy today i'm assuming well, they, they're they, all your honor guys yeah 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 so most of the chat is one of them is my analyst one of them is the hr guy one oh, of them God. is the owner um <laughs> so yeah 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 the, so yeah, no, they they're big fans of Rox's ass. Apparently, apparently, is this is what he's this is what he's known for, I guess. So his hair and his uh, ass. He's a good, he's set for life. Apparently, apparently, he's got a great ass. So yeah, no. Um, 
Yeah, no. Um, so we have a question my... from chat. Um, <laughs> if anyone is interested in where to buy the official Honor Esports jersey, where can you go? You can go to manatee.gg. Um, you can get your desired. Uh, you can get desired IGN on there, as well as your nationality. Oh, wrong, wrong side. There we go. Um, so yeah, no. Um, they're they're definitely. I, I'm. I... Oh, I lost you for a second. So the stream's gonna lose you for a second. So you're gonna have to repeat I... whatever you just said. Oh, did I? Okay, you just cut out. Fuck. Okay. What, okay. You're what good. The... We're good. Go. Okay, again. I'm good. Okay, cool. So manatee.gg. Great jersey. Um, you get your selected nationality, um, depending on what you wanted. Um, and yeah, you get your IGN on the back. Um, I don't know what the situation is with numbers. I don't know. My, I have I have mine on there, but I think it's just because I got one custom made sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, no. So that's that's where you can get this fine piece of uh, um, equipment, I guess yeah. we'll call it. <laughs> and then, yeah, since the Honor guys are in the chat, they're interacting with us, I mean, obviously you're here. What, anything yeah. big happening for honor anything you guys kind of want to plug for that because i mean we did the interview for you guys which you guys should go back and check out one of my first interviews it wasn't the greatest <laughs> one but it was fun and you get to really kind of know some of the people that interact with chat you can know more about james so yeah pitch yeah. Uh, honor esports quick for anyone that doesn't know and what's kind of going on for you guys right now yeah yeah so um honor is uh a amateur legal legal legends uh, organization as well as other games that we've branched out into including overwatch which we're which we're not on right now as well as call of duty um and we also we have one dedicated streamer as well um we are currently participating in the legal Legends side of things because that's my that's my realm um in the upsurge uh tournament on like it's a online uh, as well as the compete league online tournament um the two only like based online games or online tournaments that we participate in once a week. Um, they're both great orgs. They're they're like I mean, it's 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 a lot of guys putting in a lot of free time that they don't have to do because nobody's like a lot of us aren't getting paid and stuff like that. It's all it's all dedication and it's all stuff that they want to do, right? <laughs> um, and Kristen wants us turning into an adver adver advertisement, but it kind of is. Um, we currently have two rosters competing right now. We have Honor Red and Honor Blue. Um, all like all our staff are good dudes. All our all our players are good dudes. They're good people. Um, they're a little trolly at times, but I, I I wouldn't have them any other ways. I'm not getting paid. I, I'm glad I'm glad somebody else is questioning. I haven't been getting paid since day one. I've been around for a hot minute. Um, but yeah, no, no, it's a great organization. Check us out. We have Discord. We have Twitter. Um, we have a we have a we don't have a Facebook page. Um, don't. Don't don't mention that. <laughs> uh, um, but we do have a website as well that we're we're definitely getting on, like keep getting better enough to keeping it up to date. Because again, this is all this is all like this is a passion project for a lot of guys. This is this is a uh, labor of love. Oh, I'm losing again. Anybody that wants to do like um cutting out again, Jesus Christ. I know, right? Uh, yeah, no, I'm. We're in the midst of a storm right now. We have a we have a snowstorm in April. I don't like only only Nova Scotia, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. So I, anybody who wants to get in the amateur scene, I highly, highly recommend it, regardless of your eSport. Um, I would I would caution against StarCraft, because I know we've constantly talked about how much it's kind of dying. But anything else, guys, yeah. fucking do it. Fucking and do yeah, it. It's a great and I, time. And I read a lot on Cure, and people kind of ask, number one thing is, like, how do you get into eSports? Should I join a team? All that kind of stuff. Whatever you want to do, just go out and do it. And that's kind of – I know you didn't want to turn it into advertising, Chris, but I wanted to kind of use this bigger point is just – do something. If you want to be in esports, whether it's a player, as a marketer, as a coach, whatever you do, just go out and do it. There are so many people that are passionate about this, especially video games. Everyone's trying to look to create things. Start your own team. Start your own podcast. I saw someone was trying to create a podcast and read it today. I said, send me any questions you may have. Like, just yeah. encourage other people to do the same thing. Find your own opportunities to get involved 
and just don't be afraid to because the East, this is the best time in the world to join esports. Because yes, it's getting there. The money's starting to get there. But in the next 10 years, it is going to grow to be bigger than anyone could really imagine. And if you start putting in the work now, start getting those first couple of experiences and jobs and skills, it's going to help you in the long run. So it is going to be, yeah, like they said, esports is going to grow because of the passion of the fan base. And that's Absolutely. why I wanted to create this podcast. That's why I picked James. That's why I picked Dylan. Because they're passionate. And there are so many people that you can create anything you want in the world right now in esports. Because there are still people out there that are willing to do it for free because they care so much about it. Yeah, so, man. Like, I mean, yeah. Like, like, and that's and that's where you find the best people is people who are willing to bust their ass for free because they are passionate about what they love. You know what I mean? So find people like that. I mean, if you get paid, fuck yeah, that's awesome. Um, but if you like, I mean, to get you get get started, like, reach out to teams, reach out to organizations. If you want to become a part of one, start one. By God, like, I mean, yeah. like, it's. Like, I mean, I totally encourage that. We started this podcast. Um, Chris started Honor. Chris, Kyle, and Kane started Honor. And, like, I mean, that's that's huge. Like, I mean, you got to – if you want to make your way into it, do it. Like, it's yeah. it's it's great. It's a blast. Hell, even for us. Like, if you want yeah. to be involved in esports and you don't want to create something, you want to join something, reach out to me. I'll find something for you to do. Rather it's Same here. Writing yeah. articles for the web for, like, Project Esports. I'll make you a part of Project Esports. Helping with marketing. Helping creating marketing pieces coding something like if you want to be a part of esports and you don't know where to begin and you want to get that first step reach out to me james dylan we will find a way to get you involved in what we're working on or for the project esports we want to help everyone possible get in to the esports scene so do not let not having an opportunity stop you so i will go out of my way to do whatever possible to find a new position with us with someone else if you're not interested in working with us just we're always looking to expand to and if you're interested in that that's kind of my spiel for whatever and i guess is there anything else you want to say otherwise i got a couple things of housekeeping before we sign off <laughs> uh no it's the same shit boys like i mean if you like i i only know league but i can definitely try and get in touch with people who know other esports like you know like overwatch and shit like that like we like i mean even you're not again like like andrew said if you're not involved with us we'll try and get you involved with something else yeah. so you yeah, know that's um, uh, that's all i got man yeah so before i do our official wrap up i just want to say that dylan is as packs right now so we are going to have some upcoming content we don't know when yet it's kind of whenever he feels like editing it and getting it all together but do watch out for that wherever it has that on the social media sites we'll talk about it on twitch we'll do all that kind of stuff um we're gonna start trying to do we've talked about it we haven't followed through on too much of it yet but we want to start kind of doing a second piece of content every other week or every week so look out for like upcoming interviews for upcoming additional content mean james don't need to stream dota so we are going to start trying to take a little bit of content to the second level um, and we may be moving around times and stuff kind of like this. I know today's episode was a little late when we started streaming. So follow the social media channels. We have those down below for my screen for the Facebook and the uh, the Twitter. Follow us both there. But um, I guess with that, thank you so much for tuning in and watching the Project Esports podcast for April 8th. 2018. 2018. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, no, you got you it right this time. Um, guys. I know, I know most of our chat right now is uh, the honor guys, but anybody who's listening, anybody who's listening to uh, like a, like a, like a bot or anything like that, uh, give us a subscribe, give us a follow, download our shit. I mean, all of it's greatly appreciated. Even if you just do it for one, um, we, we love it. We, it means, it means a ton to us. Um, with that guys, oh, oh go wait. ahead. We yeah, go, go, go. stream live every Sunday at 8 yes. p.m. Central time, 10 p.m. Canadian time, 9 p.m. <laughs> Eastern time. <laughs> Whatever time you are, we stream at your time. 
Um, and then it always goes, the podcast always goes live um, Monday mornings at 7 a.m. Central Time. That's where I'm from, so I'm going to be greedy and talk about it myself. The YouTube you go. always goes live around noon, depending on how quick I can get to export. But always look out for that. We share that on social media. Um, we're at Project Esports on Facebook, the Esports Pod on Twitter, website's the Esports Project. Make sure to check it out. Follow us. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Andrew. I'm James, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Till next week.